What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J from 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. Listen up, guys. I am here to tell you about my new friends at BetterHelp and about all the amazing online therapy that they offer. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, did you know BetterHelp is the world's largest online therapy service and it's 100% online? That's right, 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a large range of issues. And all you need to do to get started is just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Also, you can contact or reach out to your therapist any way you feel comfortable via text, chat, or video call. You can even schedule live sessions. Also, the best part, one of the best features is with your therapist. If you have any issues and you want to switch to a new therapist, you can switch at no additional cost. With BetterHelp, you get the same quality and professionalism that you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist that is custom-picked for you more scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp with coupon code betterhelp.com slash 12th Street. That's betterhelp.com slash 12th Street. I've also linked it in the description below. Go get the therapy or the help or the new friend you might need. Peace and blessings to you all. With that being said, they represent my family name. Welcome to 12 Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your Welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome to this amazing Friday afternoon that God has blessed us in. I hope wherever you are, whether it's day, night, evening, that within the sound of my voice that you are blessed today. Ladies and gentlemen, have you poured into yourself today? Let's do our rounds of pouring into ourselves. Did you pour into yourself? Did you love on yourself today? Did God give you a new revelation? Did you just wake up with a song in your heart, a praise coming out of your mouth? Or did you wake up and just say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning? Well, I have to tell you, this morning, I woke up with a praise and a song in my heart, and I am so grateful that I did, because I have to tell you guys, the last eight to ten days have been really rough on your girl. Uh, She's been going through something, just a little something, and that's what life is all about. Sometimes we go through things, and sometimes we go through things that we don't even see them coming, but... I'm a firm believer of this, 
the God that I serve will always give you a revelation. He will always give you a lesson. He'll always give you something to think about in that moment. So today, I did pour into myself. However, I have to tell you that I learned something about myself. And I don't particularly like what I learned. What I learned is this. (laughs) I do. I've been telling you guys, I talk too much. And that's what I learned about myself. I learned that I talk too much. And sometimes that could be a good thing and that thing could be a bad thing. Especially when you're putting so much stuff out there. When you're, you know, like me, you're in the potting. Or even if you're trying to get out in the community, people ask you certain questions just to see what your response is. And as well as having that thing on you that you telling people that you're a Christian, they'll say and do things to try you. And I'm going to have to tell you, if you don't have your full armor on and your mental status is not in the best place, sometimes Satan will use that opportunity to come on in and break you down and you'll find yourself like I was a week ago wondering how did this get by me and, and who did this sneak attack on me in my camp. <laughs> Just like the story of David when he was on the run And he was, you know, praying to God and he was on the run from Saul. And, you know, he was just like, God, you know, I'm still going to go for you. I'm still going to run for you. But, you know, he had his moments where he had to figure out whether where he was going to find something to eat. And he was able to reach out and go to a place and find the showbread and and ate the showbread. And it was written in the books that he was the first one that was ever able to re- eat the showbread outside of the people that was in attendance of the tabernacle and the holy places and all that good stuff. And, you know, when he was able to sneak into Saul's camp and he could have took that opportunity right there to, to for the, the demise of the king at that particular time, but he didn't. But he did some things to make the king take notice that, hey, I could have got you, but I didn't. So that's the way I look at my life. I look at my life in that aspect today. Today, I can look at my life in that aspect and got a lesson out of it. Somebody sneaked into my camp, and I wouldn't even say sneak into my camp. They were already persons, not one, but persons in my camp that I felt like did a sneak attack on me, and it took me out of my character. It took me to a place that I didn't want to be. So sometimes, sometimes, It's not all about making your camp smaller. Sometimes when you hear a word from God, sometimes maybe it's not for you to share with your camp and let God do in you what he's going to do in you. So today's topic is just that. I don't know what the episode is going to be called because I haven't got to the end yet. Sometimes when you have stuff on your mind, maybe you just want to have somebody to talk talk to. Maybe you want to get all that junk out so that helps continue to help you be filled. It leaves room for you to be filled with something else besides the junk. And I have to say that I haven't been pouring into my spirit like I usually have. I've been off a little kilter, a little bit off of my game. So that sneak attack, it did exactly what it was designed to do. And that was for me to take my hand, my eyes off of the love of God that I knew that he had down on the inside of me because it was bubbling over. I don't know if you guys remember me saying to you a week or so ago, that I felt so good on the inside. I felt like that there was a little person inside of me that wanted to jump out and say, me, 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 me. I want to talk. I want to talk about the love of Jesus. And I wasn't feeling that way in the last couple days. 
I knew Jesus was still down on the inside of me, but I was like David was. If you guys read Psalms, portions of Psalms is David. And sometimes David, in, in, in some of the scriptures, he's rejoicing. And then you might find a couple times in there when he's saying, Lord, you know, why me? <laughs> or it kind of sounds like he's saying, Lord, why me? And then he'll get back to rejoicing and he'll get back to telling people what God done from him for him. And then he'll get back to giving you a prayer to say and knowing that God is standing there with you and around you and encamped around about you and nothing in this world is going to touch you. And that's kind of how I felt. And I don't know if anybody else could, you know, hear that, but that's how I felt for the last couple weeks. And then, bam, out of the blue, I didn't see the sneak attack within my own camp. And it took me off a kilter. But it also did something else to me. It made me realize that I do have the love of God down on the inside of me. I do have some of his word down on the inside of me. But I may not have enough strength yet to handle all things by myself. So, or even, or even when I am feeling low, when I am being attacked or feeling like I'm being attacked, even when Satan is using somebody else to come up against me, It taught me that as much as I thought, as much as I talk about keeping my armor on, I too am just human. I'm human, and this thing that we call life, sometimes it can get to you. And sometimes you don't use that armor. I knew to put on my armor. I knew to gird my waist with the truth. And put on my breastplate of righteousness. I knew to pick up my helmet of salvation. And shut my feet with the peace. I knew how to pick up my sword. Which is the word. And put on my armor. But I didn't do it. I let myself rest in my feelings. About the chatter that was going on around me. And then the chatter that was going on around me started to replace some of the things that God had put down on the inside of me. And then it started stewing. It started stewing in my brain. It was already hurtful to my heart, but then it started stewing in my brain. And for those of us that walk this thing with God, we know that the battle is in the mind. It's in the That's where the battlefield is. And I let my guard down. I let my guard down in the midst of trying to be helpful to someone a week or so ago. And when I let my guard down, thinking that that person can receive what I was saying, it put the enemy in position to attack me. And not only did it put the enemy in a position to attack me, it put uh, it brought on a trickle-down effect. And the trickle-down effect started trickling down my camp. And then put me in a position where I felt like I was being attacked. And that I always constantly needed to be on guard. And that was not what God wanted for me to see. And all of the things that I just said, what he wanted me to see is, Victoria, you talk too much. (laughs) And I've been trying to tell you that in the most subtle way that I could possibly tell you. But I had to allow this event to take place, not for my harm, but to get me to see, A, I don't have all my armor on at all times like I'm supposed to. And that I need to stay rooted and grounded in his words. 
but B, everybody's not like you. Everybody is not like you. Everybody has the love of God in their in their life. Some may have it in their heart. And some may be just like his verse says in the word. With your lips, you praise me, but I am far from your heart. So you're walking around thinking that everybody thinks like you. And, and rightfully so, because they dress like me, they talk like me, they go to church like me, they do all these wonderful things that Christ wants us to do. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I have to say, some people let whatever they get fed from the word of God go in one ear out the other once they leave that sanctuary and some people fester on it and let it get rooted and grounded in their spirit and they go and they do more investigation they go to their word and they investigate so that they can get filled with the word that was fed to their spirit while they were in that sanctuary and heard something that touched them or that they were curious about that the bishop or the minister or the preacher might have said they go run to their bible like I do and I want to see where he he read that or I may have read it before and my takeaway from it may have been something totally different than what it really meant I've had those moments where I've read something And I thought I had the true meaning of it. And then, God is so funny, the bishop will come along that Sunday and preach on a scripture that I had just got out of. And when he breaks it down and explained it, it's totally opposite of what I got out of it. So I have to say, if any of you guys watched our Freedom Friday girls chat earlier today, I was talking about I was going through something and what I found out is the way that I want people to receive me is not the way that they're receiving me in my circle. I'm not talking about in the podcast world. I'm not talking about, you know, in the public eye. I'm talking about in my close circle. I found out that they're genuinely happy for me. They are genuinely happy for the change in my life, I think. (laughs) However, they didn't necessarily want me to change the way I wanted to change. Or maybe the way God had changed me. They had already a scenario and the outcome of what my life would be back be like when God made me better when he delivered me from the alcohol when he delivered me from all the different terrible things that I happened to be going through years ago up until this point but they had already decided in their brain the way they wanted the outcome to be with them being involved in my life. And now that it hasn't gone that way, I am the outcast or the victim, or I'm possibly, I knew she didn't change. She couldn't change. So the person that we see now is somebody that she's possibly made up. They see the growth, but because the growth is not the way they imagined it, if you're following me, because sometimes I can be all over the place, but they see the growth, but it's not the way they imagine me growing. Prime example, and I don't think that he would mind me sharing this. My son, we were having a conversation And that could be a good and a bad thing. And I'll tell you guys about that later. But we were having a conversation. And we were having a conversation about me going into a different area. Looking in some different uh, areas for a career. Now that 
Some would say, I have a disability. I have a disability. You know, I have back problems. So he was trying to reach out to me for the last year or two to give me different scenarios, different careers, uh, different places that I could go to school and possibly do a new trade that would allow me to sit down. And he had picked out one in Pacific that he wanted me to do that was kind of adjacent to what he does in his life for a career. And I wasn't opposed to it. But at that particular time, I didn't have the money to outright pay for the classes. Um, And then as I started to do my own investigation about it, I realized that I was going to have to be in the right place, in the right position, know these people in that field. And I was going to have to try to work my way in, try to work my way into that field. Again, I wasn't opposed to it. But I put it on the back burner. It's kind of like you store it away and maybe it'll come across as useful later. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do, but then I entered this whole podcasting world. And for most of you guys, you know, this is my happy place. And it still is a hobby. It is a hobby. And it's a hobby that's rapidly growing. Therefore, I could see some potential at possibly making some money doing what I love to do. And God has opened those doors for just that. And I didn't know that this was a place that I would be in. My circle didn't know that this was going to be a place that I was going to be in either. Long story short, he had to come back to me a few weeks ago. And he said, you know, Mom, I think you found your niche. And I am so happy for you and I see the growth in what you're doing. Now, with that being said, I'm not, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm optimistic that I may not go mainstream, but I'm still speaking that in existence. I just don't think I like everything that goes along with going mainstream. There's certain parts of me that I would like to keep private. I don't want to have to dress up every day just to be, you know, on my YouTube page. That's why I do it one day out of the week. I don't want to have to, you know, do that. But, you know, you never know what the future might hold. But right now, for me, I've got so many other things that's on my plate. And so I enjoy my time. I enjoy my downtime to the point where I don't want every piece of my life, every minute, being consumed with potting. But there have been opportunities, there are opportunities that I have right now to make some extra income, and that's just great for me. I don't need the millions of dollars, but I'm not going to be opposed to it if that's what God's plan is for my life. Let me just put that on out there. But I'm not going to go after it so hungry like some people in this world do just constantly posting and 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 pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing cuz I'm a firm believer anything that's going to be good it is going to be good and it's going to be it's going to move slow it's going to move slow and with it moving slow, that gives God the opportunity to do what he do best. Because everything that he puts his stamp of approval on, then it's going to work. Now, we are human. I am human. I may see something and I am this way. I may have an idea pop in my head and I run with it. And once I ran with that one idea... Sometimes I don't know where to go after I ran with that idea. Can you feel me, people? Sometimes we may have an idea and the idea is good. Just like topics. 
we might have a topic and don't really know how we're going to follow up after that great topic. So prime example this week, I recorded a show six times this week, but God wouldn't let me publish it. Every time I went to download it, I was having issues with my computer. Every time I went to upload the video to YouTube, it would stop in the middle and, you know, the computer would crash. I finally stopped. I finally stopped and I said, God, you're trying to tell me something. You don't want me to put that out there. And I realized that was just it. The topic that I wanted to talk about, that's not my time to put that out there, even though that's how I feel. Because all it was going to do is add more fuel to the fire that I had just come out of. I had just come out of being brokenhearted by some things that I've heard in reference to me. I had just come out of not knowing where to turn and who to trust with a conversation that sometimes may just be that, a conversation. I also found out that growth, growth, what your growth looks like to you, it may not look like growth to someone else. They may be jealous of your growth and try to find a way to monopolize on that. Or possibly your growth is not what they saw for you and they negate what you saw for yourself. Your opinion about yourself doesn't matter to them because they seen it going a whole different way than what you saw. So sometimes growing can offend other people even though it makes you feel good down on the inside and you can recognize the changes in yourself. When other people start coming into the mix and trying to put their spin on it, sometimes it can turn into a big old disaster. And if you don't play nicely to go and go along and get along with their plans about your life, then you're no more used to them. And instead of building you up, they start to break you down. They start to tear you down. The conversation I wanted to have was about my Christian walk earlier this week and how I was feeling. Because I was feeling broken by people in my life that look like me, talk like me, dress like me. Do the same thing that I'm doing. Wanting to spread love. Wanting to spread God's word. But I quickly found out. That's not my job. Because then that would be making me do the same thing they're doing. Judging me. And I didn't like how it felt with the judgment on me. But in the moment. All I could think about was my rebuttal trying to straighten this and God stopped me in that moment and I don't know why but I'm thankful that he did I didn't even have to go back to the scripture but he reminded me of the story in the Bible when they brought the woman to the inner circle into the into the market and everybody was ridiculing her for being an adulteress and they wanted to get Jesus opinion it really wasn't about the woman it was about Jesus reaction to the woman's situation 
And he just bent down and started writing on the ground. And after a few minutes of doing that, he then said, he without sin cast the first stone. And when he looked back up, the only one that was still standing was the woman. And he told her. He asked her, is it just you? And she said, yes. And he told her, go and sin no more. The more of that story for me in the situation that I just came out of was Victoria the people that are trying to cast the stones at you they too have sins however you're just like the woman cause I can imagine she was scared you got all these angry people around you chanting and throwing your business out there that has no idea Some of them got the story right. Some of them got the story wrong. The moral of that story is just that. If you, if I feel like I had done or said something wrong, then I should live and walk in that moment. But if I don't, stop looking around at the naysayers and what they think and what their opinions are because they don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in so their opinion doesn't really matter and at the same time Satan is always on his job so it was distraction because you was too happy and Satan I already know he lost another soul. And he's scrambling because he wants that soul back. So anything that he can do to try to make you feel bad, look bad, or bring people in your life to give you a situation that may put you behind the eight ball, that's what he does. He's always on his job. So you stay on your job. Let's take a commercial break real quick. Shouts out to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. And we'll be right back in just one second. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. You guys know transparency is very important to me because I believe it's the key to communication as well as bridging the gap in our community. Bridging the communication gap amongst our generation has been near and dear to my heart for a very long time. I've been working feverishly to spark the hard conversations in our community. As the world changes, people change, things change, and life experiences change us. Sometimes it can be hard to express yourself to the ones you love. We all suffered during the pandemic, some more than others. Emotions can be like a roller coaster. That's why I'm grateful to BetterHelp. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. 
Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. That's BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. I've also linked them below in the description. Let's bridge the communication gap together. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I receive commissions for referral to BetterHelp. And we're back. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this podcast. We're grateful, grateful, grateful to BetterHelp to help us with any issues that we might have. So, guys, before we went into commercial break, I was talking about you know, growth. And as I continue to uh, just go through my memory decks, I started to realize that's the topic of this show, growth. And that you can't let people stop your growth. And that there are going to be situations and circumstances that may come your way especially if you're walking this thing with Christ and it is designed to do just that to stop your growth Satan will throw different monkey wrenches in your program just to throw you off your game and to stop your growth because he don't want you to succeed He don't want you to see what God has for you. And in some cases, like one of the cases that I just came out of, he don't want other people to see God's light shining down on the inside of you. So he he may put you in situations or conversations to make you come out of character so that people can talk to give them something to talk about so they can say you see I knew it she ain't all what she's cracked up to be I made a statement on this past Freedom Fridays episode and I I just we script nothing I don't script anything on this show unless I have an invited guest that I am interviewing. Because I like to be, I like it to be natural and authentic. I may jot down a few questions, but I also like to ask my guests to tell me if there's anything off of the table that they're not willing to discuss. Most of the time, they'll say there's nothing that I'm not willing to discuss have a discussion about and I like my show to be just that a conversation not a bunch of questions with open-ended answers and awkward moments till we gotta move on to the next question now for me that I don't think that's good entertainment and that's just my personal preference when I listen to stuff I like to see a flow of the dialogue But some people will try to paint pictures of you. And if you're not careful, they could very well be in your inner circle. And it will throw you off kilter so badly that you don't know what hits you. Another revelation that I got was some people in your inner circle that say that they love you may very well love you 
but may be jealous of the things that God is doing in your life. Either way, it should not stop you from what you're doing and what you're trying to achieve, especially if it makes you feel good on the inside and it's going to be beneficial to help somebody. I have to tell you guys, I haven't been more disappointed in a very long time, a very long time since I started walking this thing with our Heavenly Father than I have in the past couple months and not as disappointed as I have in the last couple days. And I was looking at it all the wrong ways. Me, 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 me. How I felt about it. But it wasn't about me. Some may say it was. And Looking at it now as I'm talking, a portion of it was about me. It was for me to see that I just read it out of Proverbs. Discretion. Although I may be happy and bubbly and excited to give someone information that God had given to me, Maybe he just wanted me to hold that information to the vest until he told me to reveal it. And in my excitement and being the person that I am, I told people in my camp, thinking that because they look like me, they dress like me, and they talk like me, and they worship like me, that they were going to be happy for me only to find out that they weren't and possibly was going through their own personal journey their own personal story with that being said I said something on Freedom Fridays and I very well mean this anybody that meets me they will meet the happy bubbly Victoria Anybody that has previously known me and we've had an issue or even had words, that's old. That's old. And I'm sitting in a place right now where I choose to see the happiness or the good things in people, even when they're not displaying that to me. And sometimes it gets exhausting trying to be the bigger person. But I choose to try. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to come out of my character. Because if you keep poking the bear, the bear is eventually going to wake up. And he's not going to be in a good mood, especially if you brought him out of hibernation. And that's where some people want to get you to. They want you to come out of hibernation. So they can point at the big bad bear and say, I told you bears get angry and maul people. And they want to film it. And they want to talk about it. And that's the same thing with people. They want to keep poking the bear And then when the bear wakes up from the inside of you, they want to walk around and tell people that you're not on your game. Some of them might even tell people you're not the person that they think that you, that that the world thinks that you are. And if you're a weak-minded individual and you're not rooted and grounded in the love of God, They will get to you. I found myself in that place in the last couple days. A, I got out of my character. B, 
I keep giving the same people the benefit of the doubt when there's no really benefit of the doubt. The bottom line is it doesn't matter how much I care for someone. That don't all the time mean they care about you the same way that you care about them. So you have to stop giving people that benefit of the doubt. And just move on. Stop trying to fix it. Just move on. And see, just like I said in the beginning of this conversation, some people love the fact that you changed from a, from the old to the new. But it doesn't mean that they're not talking about you behind your back. They may be saying one thing in your face. Yeah, girl, I see you, I see you. But behind your back, they saying something totally different. And not all of us get the opportunity to find out that they're saying anything about us to someone else for years or months later until it gets around to enough people that it comes back around to you. That wasn't my case. My case is I got the opportunity to hear it with my own ears. I was at the wrong place at the wrong time for some people. But I was in the right place to learn the lesson that God wanted me to learn. And to see people for who they really are. It was a tough lesson to learn. But at the same token, as hurtful as it was, and I can tell you, it broke me. It broke me. But thank God I have enough of his word down on the inside. It may have taken me a couple days. But I have enough of his word that I planted there by reading his word. I didn't have to sit in a sanctuary and get beat upside the head with it. I didn't have to surround myself around a group of people that call themselves Christians that want to preach to you, but really not doing anything with the word that they trying to instill in you. But they call themselves saving you. I didn't have that on the inside of me. I had enough of his word that I read for myself, meditated on myself to pull me back up out of the slump that they were trying to put me in. That I put myself in. Because I took my armor off. I felt defeated. And the more I kept feeling defeated, the more God kept bringing back to my memory different parts of his word that he had put down on the inside of me. The story of David. The woman with the issue of blood. The story of Paul. Moses being a leader. Aaron being a being a spokesperson and a priest. Timothy. Peter. All those stories. Even though I wasn't able to I felt like I wasn't able to shake the negativity that was running around in my head that was trying to attack my body. He kept bringing back to me every day a story, a scripture I had read, giving me revelation and showing me how to apply it to my life. In that moment. And every day. It gave me a little bit more oomph. It gave me a little bit more insight. And it also. Was a teachable moment. Because he kept trying to tell me. You talk too much. Everything is not for everybody to know. I don't care whether they screaming from the rooftop 
that they love you. Some things you need to keep close to the vest. You talk about wisdom. You talk about understanding. You can quote it very well, but you're not doing it. Not in your immediate circle. And Victoria, maybe it's a time for it's time for you to take a step back. Because you got so caught up in trying to help people that you stop pouring back into yourself. You got so busy trying to take on so many different projects. That you was letting things slip away. That you had poured on the inside of you like wisdom, discretion, patience. Be anxious for nothing. And I thank God today that he stopped me. Although, I don't like the way he stopped me. This was a learning lesson. It was a learning lesson that I thank my Heavenly Father for showing me before it got too late, before I put certain people in my business. And I'm not talking about my personal business. I'm talking about this business, this thing that he has me doing in this podcast world that's getting me invitations to speaking engagements. Before I started putting people in certain positions of my business that could potentially be his financial blessing for me, I thank God that he stopped me and had me see them for who they really were. And that's no shade on anybody. But again, everybody can't go with you and as much as Victoria you absorbing my love I love it and I'm going to keep pouring into you and I'm going to keep elevating you as long as you keep your hands in my hands sometimes your story is not everybody else's story A lot of people make a lot of memes and reels and all kinds of stuff. I've got a couple out there myself that I piggyback off of something I heard. But at the end of the day, I could probably redo their reel. And they had 43 point something thousand people like that reel. I could remix it And only get seven people to like it. You know why? Because that was not my 15 minutes of fame. That was that other person's who did the original reel in the first place. That was their moment to shine. That was their blessing That was their word that God placed on the inside of them to share with someone. So me trying to go take what God placed on the inside of them, it may not work in my favor the same way it worked for them. Which brings me to a close. I just had this conversation with a loved one. As much as I can tell you about what I read in the word, I don't always get it right. I may not, I may sound like I know what I'm talking about, and I do know what I'm talking about. But it may not come out of my mouth the way that it's written in the word. I might be trying to tell you a story. I've done it before. I've told stories about what I read and missed a step. And had people pick it apart. So sometimes when you read something, especially in the word, 
let it get down in your soul before you go try to talk to someone about it. And sometimes I get so excited that I try to share what God has given me to anybody that'll listen. And maybe that's not what he wants me to do. Maybe that's just what he placed on the inside of me. And if I get it right in a conversation, great. If I plant a seed and somebody else picks it up or if it's planted on good ground, great. I've done my job and move on and took high place of someone else in my path. But the word of God is just that for you to get it down in your soul and try to be the best person that you can be by applying his law and his commandments to your life. And that is not an easy walk. And trust me, I do know as well as the world most of the time most of the time it has been my experience that some Christians can be the worst they would throw rocks and hide their hand and some of them have the exact same thing going on in their life that you have going on in yours but they'd rather put yours out there on display. And sometimes you can tell people so much about you, trust in the fact that they're a Christian, that it doesn't work out in your favor. It doesn't work out as that partner. It works out as... You just telling your business. I'm going to be honest with you. My mother used to have this saying, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, ain't going to get in the kingdom of heaven. I don't know if she right or wrong, but it sounded good. Because that's not for her to judge. It wasn't for me to judge. It wasn't for her to judge. It wasn't for me to judge. Nobody knows their end date, but we all have one. And nobody can judge whether somebody's going to make it into heaven or into hell. But I want to be very clear. To anybody new, because this is what the channel was supposed to be about anyway. This is what this podcast was supposed to be about anyway. My walk with Christ as I was doing it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And along the way... If we got into some newsworthy topics, great. But this is just that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And every day is not going to be a good day. But you get up and you keep trying. With that being said, if I didn't have the love of God down on the inside of me, And his word, which he placed there. Not another human being. Not another minister, bishop, or preacher. If I didn't have that word that I read and absorbed for myself. Down on the inside of me. It would have broke me. And for somebody new. That turned their life over to Christ that was not raised in a household where all they heard about was the love of God and God's word, it would have broke them. And it would have sent them running back to the devil that they knew do know than trying to get the love of God on the inside of them. So I'm happy that I do come from a family, a mother, a praying mother, a praying grandmother 
somebody that constantly talked to me about the love of God, whether I wanted to hear it or not. But the best part of all, I'm grateful that God gave me the opportunity to get it down on the inside of me for myself. And along the way, because I got a long way to go. I'm going to have ups and I'm going to have downs. But the ultimate goal for him to get the glory out of it is I use what he placed on the inside to me, inside of me, to apply it to my life. And I learn a lesson out of it and I kick the dust up and I keep on moving. With that being said, I'm going to peg you guys peace and blessings for this beautiful, beautiful weekend that God woke us up in. Thank you for listening to the show. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube page. Check us out on YouTube, www.youtube.com slash streettalk12. Check out Victoria J and Miss Riri. We made an announcement today. We're taking a cruise. It's called Grab Your Bestie. We've been announcing it and throwing it back and forth for the last couple weeks. But we finally got some finalization on it. Miss Riri and I have already booked our tickets and put our deposit down. So we're definitely going. I think we got some people on her end that's already decided that they're going. If you're interested, drop us an email over on our uh, Yahoo page. And let me pull that up real quick for you guys. I think I can't even remember. I ain't even going to lie, guys. I can't even remember what my own Yahoo is. So let me pull it up real quick. Oh, gosh. Uh, Oh, gosh. It is street talk at myyahoo.com. I always get it mixed up with YouTube because it all sounds the same. But, you know, when you go try to make this stuff up, make up names for your emails and all that stuff and your name is taken and you got to go and make up something different that kind of is similar to what you want it to be (laughs) but anyway you guys can send us an email at www.streettalk at myyahoo.com and if if you want to be if you're interested in going on the girls grab your bestie freedom fridays girls chat grab your bestie cruise for 2025 um drop us an email we'll drop you all the information to the cruise line that we're using we all already have a representative at the cruise line that knows that different people is going to be calling in and all you have to do is say that we want to be a part we, we are members we're booking our cruise to be in the group with Victoria J and Miss Riri's cruise and she'll give you all the information you pay directly through the cruise line you do not send us any money we are just filtering out the information and 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 until we get so many members we got it capped off at a certain amount of members and once we reach that then that's going to be it because we've already told the cruise line the number of cabins that we may possibly need and the amount of people that's going to go along. So if this is something that you're interested in doing for 2025, right now we've got the date set in March, but we're looking for May. We had to set the date in March because that's as far as the dates go out for this particular cruise and it is going to be in the Bahamas so but once we get more dates then we're hoping to set the big date for May but if we have to keep it in March we'll keep it in March we did it this far out to give people time that was on a fixed income to be able to pay as little as $10 a month 
but really wanted to go and just couldn't afford to go or a hundred dollars a month so you have the rest of 2023 you have all of 2024 up until that november november 2024 between november 2024 and january 2025 your final payment will be due but if you're interested head on over to street talk at my yahoo and drop us your name your email and what state you'll be coming out of and we'll give you all the information to the representative at the cruise line you guys be blessed this weekend don't forget to head over to spotify rate and follow the show as well as good pods amazon apple iHeartRadio and you know be blessed this weekend find yourself in a good Bible based church get some word down in you and if that's not your thing and you don't want to go to church find yourself in your word yourself I find out that it's better to absorb it and let God give it to you but fellowshipping is always a great tool peace and blessings and we'll see you next time peace and blessings and we'll see you next time I'm trying to beat the clock (laughs) y'all